We should do an episode on animal sex. No, we shouldn't. I regret saying that out loud. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Pell Talk, the daily's podcast about sex, dating, and all that's in between. I'm Christy McManigal. And I'm Chelsea Lingang. And today we're going to kick you guys off with our New Year's specials. When you have New Year's, you have New Year's resolutions, and you always try to improve yourself, whether it's eating less hot dogs, eating more hot dogs, saving your money, or, you know, cleaning your room more often. But because it's Pill Talk, we're going to focus on sexual health. Sexual health, we haven't talked about that much, and we definitely should. There are a bunch of things that you should get, you should definitely get checked out. I completely agree. Like your hoo-ha. Your hoo-ha. And if you're a boy, you know, you your also... ding-dong. You gotta get your ding-dong. <laughs> you also gotta get checked out, too. <laughs> Sorry, those are not the scientific terms for those. <laughs> I know. We could use the sexual... We could use the scientific terms. We could talk about our vulvas, but we it's not... We could say cooter. <laughs> this is not a... <laughs> sorry <laughs> it's all good but it's if we use <laughs> it's not nearly as entertaining to y'all as you know cooch hoo-ha what did you say cooter what was it cooter i've actually i actually haven't heard of that one <laughs> i got it from glee <laughs> oh so it's a pg-13 one <laughs> dude i don't know how, how pg-13 the word cooter could be Mm-mm. so when you're checking for sexual health you should visit your gynecologist the man or woman who knows you inside and out literally so if you're a girl you should be getting pelvic floor exams or pap smears, things like that. And so there's an actual rule of thumb about this. I didn't know about it. I figured like the minute you turned 18, you get checked out downstairs by your lady bits doctor. That's what I've been told. Yeah, it's not actually. I didn't do that. <laughs> Neither did I. The rule of thumb is the minute you become sexually active, which oh, I'd, God. I know, I'm like, oh man, I, I'd have to start going when I was in high school or when you turn 21. So those are two rules of thumbs. Okay, well, mine's coming up in uh, six months. Oh, yeah, so Chelsea here is 20, and Chelsea's going to be 21 in June. Go Ooh, Geminis. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so you're probably going to be knocking on some doctor and be like, hey, check me out. <laughs> do, I, do I have a fungus? Hopefully not. God, Hope, I hope, God, I hope hopefully not. Hopefully not. Hope not. <laughs> so not everybody knows the pap smear mm. is. So what a pap smear is, is as a simple test and it basically just checks for abnormal cells on your cervix. The cervix is at the very top of your vaginal canal. It is your opening from womb to vaginal canal and all that. And so basically it's a test and what it is is that your doctor's going to insert a speculum into you. Speculum's a little plastic guy. It's basically, it widens your vaginal canal so you can see into it. Make sure your cervix is a normal size, healthy. I've heard those are really cold. I guess so. I don't Which really makes know. sense. Like, I think uh, some of them can be plastic, but then some of them can mm. also be metal. Yeah. So, like, the doctor's always going to warn you, like, hey, like, just so you know, I'm going to stick this inside you. It might hurt. It sometimes is uncomfortable, especially like being stretched out and you're mm-hmm. not, you're sitting there in stirrups. You're in no way like warmed up or anything. Like if you're, if you're having sex, you're warmed up and you're good to go. If someone's going to slam himself into you, but when you're at a gynecologist, obviously you're in, you're not going to be, you know, loose and comfortable. You're sitting there on this plastic like, table. shaking. Yeah, definitely. No pants on, mm-hmm. up in the air. <laughs> And so, yeah, and so, like, he's just going to put your speculum. He's going to do his checks. He's also going to get little 
tongue or depressor. She. Or she, yeah. Or, and they're going to take the little t- tongue depressor and, like, take a swab. It, it is a literal test. They take a swab and they just check for abnormal cells because cancerous cells are usually cells that have lost their specification. So, like, it would no longer be, like, a cervix cell and it would start, it'll lose its specification and start growing out of control. And that's what you get when you have a tumor. Ladies, please get checked out. Oh, definitely. And there's also ways to prevent this. So, like, obviously you should get a pap smear, but you can get vaccines, you know? And so, I don't know about Chelsea, I got the Gardasil vaccine, you know, back in the day, middle school, high school. Oh, God, I got that such a long time ago. Yeah, yeah it was I a long that. time ago. Mm-hmm. It, I got it when it first came out. And the Gardasil shot is a HPV vaccine. That's human pap papillomavirus mm-hmm. something like right. that yeah i remember that yeah did you get all yeah that's a yeah, series of three exactly yes yeah. three shots for boys and girls because guys can be carriers and how guilty would you feel if you were a carrier and then you got your wife infected or your partner infected you'd be very 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 guilty yeah about it. i know i would please hpv shots important hopefully y'all live in seattle and y'all believe in vaccines too i know some of y'all don't we had that fucking, was it, measles outbreak last year. It wasn't from an international student or something. It was from some kids that didn't ever get vaccinated. Vaccines don't cause autism. Correlation, not causation. Mm, exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Vaccine PSA 2K18, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> so past year should be done within the first three years of sexual intercourse or by the age of 21. So like the 18 rule, I guess, applies. It's pretty close. Yeah. After your first test, if you are younger than 30, you should have a pap smear every two years to check for cervical cancer. And if you're older than 30 you should, and all your tests have been relatively regular, it then goes up to three years, which I think is kind of interesting because we associate cancer with older individuals. So wouldn't you assume that you get more regular checks? I guess it's also for younger individuals, you're... Your cells, don't they reproduce faster? Like your body when is you're just... younger? Yeah, when you're younger. I don't know if that actually applies, but when you're younger, let's just be honest, we're stupider. We are literally stupider and we will do... That's so true. We'll, we'll have sex up protection and we'll stick random things up there. Who knows? So... Like pencils. Wine bottles. Potatoes. Oh my. Mm-hmm. Did you say potatoes? Okay, <laughs> I yeah. register potatoes. Well, like... I saw a video once on on Pornhub, like, and Ooh. I'm just like, and they were like, she was in potatoes and onions, and I'm just like, girl, what are you doing? Pornhub sponsor us. <laughs> That'd be the- oh god, I watched the worst video yesterday. My friend showed it to me. It was on Twitter. He follows these porn stars on Twitter, and he's like, Christine, you gotta watch this. And it was a girl naked to the world and lying with her legs spread open. Someone attached <laughs> a dildo to a drone, and they, like someone was navigating it, and they fucked her with the drone. I, wait, did you say this was on YouTube? No, it was on Twitter. It was on a private account. I didn't know that you could post stuff like that on Twitter. Neither did I. I thought that, doesn't that totally go against the community guidelines? I guess so. Wow. Unless if you're private, then who cares? Oh god, I watched him just like, I'm so uncomfortable, I'm so uncomfortable right now. Because the camera was attached to the drone, so it wasn't like the ca- like there wasn't somebody on the side taking a video. It was the drone, and you were getting like a POV shot of this drone fucking this girl. I'm just like, what is this? I am really uncomfortable right now, but I'm also really intrigued, and I kind of I see I couldn't it. stop. It was like a car crash. You, like you know, it's terrible, but you can't look away. <laughs> God damn it! What? That's just so bad, but so relatable though. Mm-hmm. It's like I gotta know what happens. So we talked about pap smears. We should also talk about your STDs or actually STIs now as they're more commonly called because only a couple of these are actual diseases that you'll never get rid of. Most of these are pretty curable. So some common names we can throw around. We got your chlamydia, we got gonorrhea, you have HIV or AIDS, which is a disease itself. 
You have genital herpes, which is also a disease. Don't, um, doesn't cold sores count as STI by themselves, too? Because yeah, they're, oral uh, they go with herpes. Yeah, it goes, yeah, because it's like herpes of the mouth. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And so, like, my last boyfriend, he had cold sores constantly. And I was really, like, I've never had a cold sore. I don't ever want to contract one. And I was super anal. Wink, wink. Like, I was super anal all the time. Whenever he had an outbreak, I was like, no, stay away. You will just stay away. Get away from me. I want to kiss you. But I don't want to kiss you. Uh, to be honest, I don't want to kiss him most of the time either. But that was just the nature of our relationship. We also forgot syphilis. Oh my god, not syphilis. Mm-hmm. The big S. I'm pretty sure, fun fact, I was at the Smithsonian when I was a kid, and I read that syphilis was originally contracted from goats. Good job, everybody. Old man fucked a goat and got syphilis. Good job, syphilis. everybody. Mm-hmm. We should do an episode on animal sex. No, we shouldn't. I regret saying that out loud. Oh my god, no. <laughs> no, just to, no, not even like necessarily like uh, just talking about that people do it. Speaking of animal sex, this is actually a local story. Fun fact, y'all, a local story. So I want to say 20 years ago, something like that, this guy worked at Boeing and he had a fetish for horses. And so he had, he had his own horse. I believe the horse fucked him. Because he ruptured his anus and then died out. Like, he died bleeding out. Wait, the horse fucked him? I don't know how. I'm so sorry. There's a movie on it. It's called Zoo. Okay. It's a real story, y'all. We're, we're going to cover this movie. <laughs> I Wait, but I don't understand. Like, was he just, like, already there, like, bare-ass naked, like, Daddy, I'm ready? Or, like... I or, don't know. Like, I want to know, did the horse, like, pin him down and was like, I... hey, come here. <laughs> come here, ho. <laughs> Get ready. Like... It makes more sense to fuck the horse, which is also animal cruelty, but I remember he died because he bled out because his ain is ripped wide open. Yeah, dude, horse dicks are fucking huge. Hung like a horse, as they say. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> but, <laughs> but we digress. Back to STIs. So if you are worried they have STI, it's okay, super common. If you have one of the more common ones like chlamydia or syphilis, you get a shot in your ass of penicillin. Christine's allergic to penicillin, fun fact, so I will die if I get STD. As uh, Christine's best friend, I had no idea. Actually, I won't die. There are alternative medications, yeah, there is. obviously, but fun fact. I'd hope there would be alternative medications at no, this No, you point. get syphilis, you die. That's Darwinism at work. Survival of the fittest, everybody. Woo! That's so metal. <laughs> but if you're worried... It's pretty easy. So if you have genital warts or herpes, they take a little cotton swab and they swab the infected sores, which sounds disgusting. If you just imagine little cotton swabs scraping across those oozing oozing pus-filled pustules. And then they test that. Or you can pee in a cup because if you have like gonorrhea, it'll show up in your urine because, you know, everything's infected down there. And then also blood tests, obviously. So HIV has to be tested by blood. If you have herpes, but you're not showing symptoms, you also get tested by blood as well. So fun facts. And if you are worried, it's okay. Go to Hall Health. Cash in your uh, free, what was it, free visit? You get one mm-hmm. visit per quarter or something like that. Yeah, cash in that visit. Just, you know. Nice. One visit? <laughs> yeah, one free visit, I think. Who knows? Do it. Get tested. It's all good if you have something. If not, good for you. You were being safe or you were just lucky. Who knows? And then if you can't go to Hall Health, go to Planned Parenthood. We still have those if as long as Trump doesn't get rid of them. So get tested. <laughs> what? Oh, no, I was just thinking about um, people being safe and uh, people not being safe and the uh, idea of like that going back to, I guess, like a few episodes ago now, like talking about like communication with your partners 
Uh, oh, oh my God. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Just talking about how you sh- really should communicate with them. And honestly, if you're embarrassed about having an STI, I don't really think that you should be having sex. Exactly. Yeah. You, because that is so crucial and can impact someone else's life, especially if it's something as, like, as severe as HIV. Mm-hmm. That will impact someone's life Yeah, definitely, forever. definitely. <laughs> if you're in a relationship, you have every right to ask your partner if they've been tested recently. This isn't a homophobic comment or like a stereotype, but if you are in a gay relationship, a man and man relationship, you actually should be asking, definitely. You should still be having protective sex because the reason why a lot of gay men or why gay men are susceptible to HIV is because anal sex is, is really rough on your body. Even with proper lubrication, you can still get micro tears in your anus, and that's a really easy way to get infected if you're not wearing, if your partner isn't wearing a condom. That's why in the lesbian community, HIV is a very low percentage, and then it's like kind of there is some prevalence with heterosexual couples. Obviously, you can get HIV through drug use, but sexually, some heterosexual couples will still get it. And then it's just there's a reason why people thought HIV came from gay men for a short period of time. It's just because it's much easier to contract it through anal sex dude and anything that goes in your butt that's like why they put like rescue medications in your ass because it just like instantly mm-hmm. goes to the rest of your body yeah so certain drugs sometimes doctors will put pills in your anus and that's just because your anus is a mucous membrane mm-hmm. it'll dissolve through the membrane science fact of the day mm-hmm. so we've been talking about sexual health for women let's talk about the boys you got a dick and you got a prostate all right those are important too. Tell it like it is, Christine. So you hear these stories of how doctors, when they go through medical school, like I stick two fingers up somebody's butt. It's for y'all boys. Prostates, they are constantly active because you ejaculate pretty often and you're always creating different seminal fluids, etc. And so with, the, with how active your prostate is, it's pretty easy to get infected or to get cancer. And so doctors, they have to stick two fingers up your anus to palpate it. It sounds uncomfortable. Actually, funny story about my dad. He, <laughs> let's just talk about my dad. His name's Steve. <laughs> so when Steve was 18, he was peeing too much, and I thought he had some sort of infection. When you pee way too much, your prostate can also be infected. How much is too much? Depends. Okay. There are two stories now. I will explain the second story after this. So Steve was peeing too much and he went to his doctor and his doctor had to give him a prostate exam to make sure his his prostate wasn't inflamed. And my dad passed out. Wow, too much pleasure, eh? (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to think about my dad getting pegged or anything I was going to say, wait, is... is, Never mind. But anyways, so thank you, thank you. They're lovely people. They really are. So my dad passes out and he wakes up in a cold sweat. And his doctor's like, "Never had that happen before." And my dad's like, "Great." Story number two, though, if you are peeing too much, apparently this is the number that's too much. So Chelsea and I, if you know us personally, we love John Mulaney. And it's true. So John Mulaney's a stand-up comedian, and one of his first stand-up Netflix specials, I believe, it's called the. Oh, shit. It's called New in Town. There we go. It's called New in Town. And the very last story John Mulaney tells us is when he tries to get score some Xanax from a clinic. And so he walks in. He's like, he meant to tell the doctor, I feel nervous on airplanes. And instead, he forgot his story. If he's nervous, he can get some Xanax. Instead, he forgot his story and said, I pee 30 times a day. <laughs> and his doctor's like, oh, fuck, man. And so, oh, fuck, man. So he, like, he has the doctor, like, he's, the doctor's like, all right, get on your knees. Get on your knees. And then, <laughs> and then, he, and then he gets his 
guy, then he gives John Mulaney a prostate exam. And then when he removed his fingers, John Mulaney goes, oh, God. Because he thought he shit into his doctor's hand. Because the only th- <laughs> the only thing, the only sensation he ever felt was poop leaving his butt, which is similar to retracting your fingers. Because it's kind of the same s- situation. God fucking damn it. And he passed out, too. Wait, the doctor did? No, no, oh, no. Okay. John, Mulaney, John Mulaney also passed out like my father. And he tells the story and he wakes up. The clinic's closed. And this nurse is like, get the fuck out of here. And he walks out without a Xanax. But back <laughs> to boys. Terrible. Back to boys. So you can give yourself a testicular self-exam, TSE. And it's not as bad as it sounds. And so basically, if you go online, you can get a step-by-step process, you know? Wiki how. And so basically, they recommend... Is that one of the ones with the pictures? Yeah. Oh, I love those because all the people look so dumb. <laughs> so basically, what what is recommended is that you do your exam after you shower or bathe. The hot water will, will relax you. And so basically, you feel one ball at a time. They recommend using both your hands and you roll, you roll your, your testicle between your fingers. Kind of like, what's the right... It's descri- like rolling a joint. Oh, thank you. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> Or, uh, or uh, doing the, I got money. Oh, yes, the, the rubbing your fingers. <laughs> yeah, 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 kind of yeah. like that, but you put your ball between them and you delicately do it because your ball's a nice little delicate egg. Don't want to oh, pop that shit. No, don't do that. So they recommend be gentle, but also slightly firm when you feel the surface of your testicles and the surrounding tissue. And you'll probably be able to feel your epididymis, which is a fun little tube that, that connects from your testicles to the vas deferens. And I believe this is what like moves sperm. Not, not seminal fluid, just sperm. And it'll feel kind of soft and rope-like and then slightly tender. Also, I hate the word tender. It sounds so wrong when you're talking about your testicles. Okay, but they are really tender though. I know, I know. And then so you feel that area. And then one testicle will always be a little bit bigger than the other. Kind of like how one tip. So true. Yeah, one tip will be bigger left, than the other. It's the left one. It's always the left one. No, it's the left one because it's over your heart. Everyone I've ever talked to ever about that, their left tit is always bigger than their... I'm sorry, Christina, are you about to tell me that your right tit is bigger than your left one? What the fuck? No. Oh my god, do you have like one of those inverted chests? I'm not inverted. That's not the right word. <laughs> no, no, no. No, no, no. Have you ever seen... Oh, it's like the inverted cap... The, the switched cavity. That's a, that's a great episode of Grey's Anatomy, by the way, where uh, the person, he got shot right where his heart was. But his heart was somewhere but else. But his heart was on the complete, every, all of his organs was like flipped on the inside. Oh shit, that's good. That's, it's, it's such a great episode. Oh my God. And everyone's like, what the fuck? And then they like, they get the uh, x-rays back and like all the scans and they're like, why the fuck did they scan this wrong? And then they were like, oh my God, what the fuck? That's yeah, so cool. It's so good. That's so cool. And anyways, so your testicles, they're free to move around your scrotum, so don't be scared if they're rolling around in there. I hope you've realized that by now. Hope you play with yourself. Please, play with your balls. Oh, yes. That's so, so fun. Oh, my God. Also, anyway. Oh, oh, I, was go ahead, say, go ahead. I was gonna say, ladies, play with his balls, too. Like, oh, oh, yeah. When you go down on him, play with men, his balls. Men, play with his balls. Hello. Mm-hmm. Everyone, play it's with a, his balls. It's a little fun bag, like... It's like, it's, like a, it's like a really velvety hacky sack. Honestly, in the face that he makes is will be worth your while. Oh, definitely. Yeah. But if you're feeling your testicles and you notice any new lumps, bumps, swellings, or changes in sizing, don't freak out. Like, just don't freak out. Sometimes things, like, things shift around, whatever. Like, sometimes they're enlarged one day and then they're fine the next. Don't freak out, but still, like, make an appointment and then have another professional check them out. Some people have three balls. Some people only have one, Lance Armstrong. 
but he got his removed from testicular cancer. What movie? What movie is it where Fuck. somebody has Lance Lance Armstrong's other ball? Bro- yeah. <laughs> what movie is that? Oh, fuck. It's like encased in gold too. It's amazing. Oh my god, I know. You know what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's well, it's a weird movie. It's a, it's a comedy. Is Will Ferrell in it? By any that chance? sounds like something Will Ferrell would be in. <sighs> I, I can just see him going. And I have Lance Armstrong's other. No, no, the, no. That's that's a direct line. The host of the house who owns the other nut goes. Here is Lance Armstrong's other nut. Oh my God! What movie is that? I'll figure it out later. All right. Please leave in the comment section what movie this is, or we'll tell you in the next episode. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> scared the shit out of me. I'm so sorry. You okay? You okay there? Yeah. yeah, I'm sorry, guys. So we are at college. Shit happens. Sometimes you get the clap. Sometimes you don't. Clap on. Clap off. Yes. (laughs) But there is a sexual report card. What 10 colleges have the best sexual health and what 10 don't? So here we have the top 10 best universities. At number 10, you have University of Minnesota. Then going upwards, you got University of Iowa, Rutgers University, Princeton University, University of Oregon. Go Ducks. Brown University. Oh God, Chelsea's giving the nastiest look. My family's from Eugene, Oregon. I have to love the Ducks. Okay, Brown University, University of Michigan. Ohio State University, Michigan State University. At number one, you got Columbia University. Honestly, I'm not really surprised about all of those. Not because, either am I. Because if you really think about it, a lot of those colleges have a lot of money. Oh, definitely. So much money. And I feel like when you have a lot of money, you have more resources to give people more information. More clinics, about free condoms, exactly. all that shit. And then we have the worst sexual health in colleges. The 10th worst one is Clemson University. Not surprised. University of Notre Dame. Mm-mm. University of Louisiana. University of Alabama, Auburn University, Chicago State University, Marshall University, DePaul University, Brigham Young University. Do they even believe in contraception at Brigham Young? I'll get to that. Okay. And then number one, worst sexual health in the nation is University of Idaho. Idaho? Utaho. (laughs) I like that. Thanks. (laughs) So with the 10 worst ones, I'm not surprised by the fact that there are a lot of them are in the South or the religious schools. Mm So there actually is a correlation between the South, conservatism, religion, and just all that. Oh. Not not saying that conservatives are the worst people, but a lot of conservatives tend to be religious and also don't believe in sexual education. Um, they don't believe in giving or just giving out sexual like advice, health awareness, condoms, things like that. You know what they do believe in though? What? The big A. Abstinence. Abstinence. There we go. There we go. Yeah. So also, not surprised, Brigham Young. I'm surprised Brigham Young's not number one. It's only number two in worst sexual health. Those Mormons, okay, so I am slightly prejudiced with, against Mormons as dating an ex-Mormon. His parents, oh, God. Their idea of sexual health was f- so weird. They were for, like, using condoms and all that, but they thought everything got you pregnant. Like, literally everything got you pregnant. <clears throat> what, like, getting, like, fingered? The mom believed that even if you have a copper IUD... You can still get pregnant. I'm like, copper IUD is the most safe one on the That's on like, the mar- that's literally 99.999. Yeah, it's nuts. I'm sorry, I just, I mentioned fingering because there's a really good meme that's actually a, uh, I think it's a, a, it's a Yahoo Answers, but it's with like a WikiHow. Oh, Lord. And it's, uh, this guy commented on WikiHow and was like, hey, I fingered my girlfriend. Is she going to get pregnant? And then the response was, yes, because your fingers have little penises on them. <laughs> Fuck, yeah. I think I saw that. <laughs> Sorry, back to what we were talking about. (laughs) No worries. But also, the 10 best sexual health, 
Okay, first of all, they're up north. They're in more liberal states, liberal sexual health, things like that. And of course, private universities with money to spare. It does not surprise me that University of Oregon is number six though, because fun fact, more, today's just story time about Christine's family. So my family is from Eugene, Oregon, like I said, and every like if you go there, they're just there's just so much like sexual like awareness and sexual health. Like people are like, oh yeah, you're gonna have sex, just do it right. Thank the Lord. But my grandma, she was a teacher back in the heyday. She's helped start the first sexual health classes in the Eugene, Oregon school system. So my grandma, whoop, whoop. grandma was always like, gotta learn your shit. That's so important because mm-hmm. when you know your shit, you know how to use your shit. Definitely. And shouldn't you know it before you use it? Uh, yes, always. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was really impressed because I recently went to uh, Canada to go visit uh, my family. And uh, I walk into just a regular grocery store. I don't know. I feel like when I go to grocery stores here, there's not, they don't have many like condom options or there's just like many options. There's like five. Yeah, there's like honest. five. I think maybe I've seen 10 at most. Mm-hmm. And that's at like a giant grocery store. But I was in literally a small convenience store and they had half an aisle dedicated to condoms, lube, cock rings. Oh my. And I love the fact that they were selling cock rings in no, a grocery and, store. Oh my god, I wanted to buy one so bad. I almost did. For your boo? For my boo, yeah, you know. I should know this. How many sizes do they come in? Or do they stretch? I think they stretch because aren't they rubbery? I think that part's rubbery. Some cock rings are not as stretchy as you think because they have the vibrating band on the inside. Mm, 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 mm. Oh, that would make so much sense. So then it's pleasurable for your partner too. That's the point of cock rings. Well, that... No, I'm... Yeah, I know, but like while he's wearing it, I because the ones that I was I was looking at had like the bit at the end to stimulate you. I mean the girl. Yeah, the girl. Yes, yeah, the girl. But then that would make sense why it would have the band on the outside. I don't know. I've never used a cock ring before. I've also mm-hmm. never taken one out of a package. Soon though. Soon. Soon though. Let me know how it goes. Oh yeah, of course, of course. When you're in Hawaii, they have these things called ABC stores, and ABC stores are like a, they're a staple. They're only found on the Hawaiian Islands, and they are this just they're just this convenience store chain that's absolutely everywhere. And you can get like small groceries, get condoms there, and like your sunscreen because you're in Hawaii and shit like that. But whenever I go there, they just have like they have fun condoms. They always have these condoms on lollipop sticks. I always have like fun faces on them, like little smiley faces. I'm so impressed. They're always flavored too. So you got like, your orange and your grape ones and all those, all that jazz. And it's always so cute. I'd always heard about like the Trojan condoms that were like flavored. I've never used I had one. I've never seen them in person before. And I saw the box of them while I was in Canada and I like read through the flavors and I thought it was just so funny because, you know, you have, your, flavors, you yeah. have like your uh, stereotypical like strawberry banana. I believe there was grape. And then the last one was Tutti Frutti. Uh, Tutti Frutti is really common. I n- have never seen that before. And I was like, wow, okay, I mm-hmm. see you. But of course, you have, you know, if you want the uh, fun novelty ones, you can go get like bacon flavored ones and caramel and all those. I really want to try the glow in the dark ones. How awesome would it be just to be in a room and it's pitch black? Because, you know, girls like to have sex in the dark sometimes. And you just see a partner come in and he has, his dick's just floating at you. And you see nothing else but that magnificent phallus. That sounds like a terrifying, scary story. Or You got killed by dick? Or heaven. Yeah. <laughs> Murder by penis. Don't we all want to die coming? I already have. Um, in, the, in the good way, obviously. Yeah. 
back to college sexual health. So we told you the top 10 best and worst sexual health colleges. We're gonna give you a quick little lowdown on the most common STDs, STIs in college communities, and then we're gonna wrap it up. And so the most common is actually chlamydia. Women can get it really easily, men can get it really easily. With women, the problem is we rarely show symptoms. With men, because you pee and ejaculate out of the same hole, it's a lot easier for you to notice changes. But for women, chlamydia does not always show signs. It can stay dormant for a really long time. And that's what's so scary about it. And that's why you should get tested. Like whenever you have a new sexual partner, just get tested. Like even if you feel embarrassed, don't, they don't, no one gives a shit. Go get tested. Only you know, okay? Like literally only you know. And maybe that receptionist has seen you walking into the clinic 11 times that year, but that's it. That's between you and the, you and that receptionist and no one else is gonna give a shit. The next one is actually genital herpes, which I didn't think was that common actually. But I feel, like we, I feel like we don't talk about it a lot. People always talk about like oral herpes and things like that. Mm-hmm. And, but, but but with genital herpes is that you can have these um, active sp- um, stages and non-active stages. So you can have herpes, but not always have the warts. Sometimes they're dormant. And then sometimes you have, a, you have a little flare. It's like a cold sore. Sometimes you don't have one. Sometimes you do. What about crabs? Oh, fuck, man. Dude. Oh. I, I pubicalized, dude. I didn't even, I completely forgot about that when you asked me about like other things that I'm like, whoa, wait. Crabs. God damn, we forgot about crabs. I forgot about fucking crabs. It's just the worst. Honestly, it's like, okay, here's the thing is that you should, okay, so some girls have like nice little smooth mounds, some girls got big bushes to each their own. But, anyways, the thing about it is that you should actually have pubic hair because it actually does help you prove STIs and STDs because when you get waxed, you inflame the area and it's more sensitive. And then there's also cuts and nicks from shaving, things like that. But the thing is, is when you got crabs, you give them a home with your pubic hair. That's just so fucking gross. Oh, Honestly, cra- crabs li- scare me, lice, okay? Lice already on my head scares me. But the idea of having but something the, crawling around your hoo-ha? Yeah, crawling around on the cooter area is just, <laughs> just not a good idea in my head. No. Hey, you know how you hear, you've heard Elf on a Shelf? Have you heard of Cooter on a Scooter? <laughs> <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> I'm, I'm so proud of myself. She's literally crying right now. <laughs> Cooter on a Scooter. <laughs> got your genital herpes, you got your gonorrhea. Gonorrhea is actually the most common in the United States, not just colleges. Yeah, I believe at our high school, we what was it, a chlamydia or gonorrhea outbreak there was back a, we in, like, we 2006? A, we a, yeah, so there was a chlamydia outbreak in 2006, and a supposed outbreak when we were in high school. Shout out to Grant Barton. <laughs> and um, so, yeah, so we had, we had a small outbreak. We went to public school. We also had condoms everywhere. It's so, like, I don't know why. <laughs> I can't believe Christine just said that. I'm so sorry. Okay. Talk gr- about a fucking roast. Yeah, so... Whatever. Grant Barnes never gonna listen to this. Or if he does, I would love that. But so gonorrhea is actually called the clap. And so and so a fun fact of why it's called the clap is because so when you get you know how when you get infections you get like pus and like other fun liquid coming out of you? No. Like an infected cut. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. Not I, was an like, infected... I was like I was like, honey, I've never had that. Good that's good. That's good. But with gonorrhea, if you're a man, it makes your semen pretty sticky. And so the rumor is, is that when you have gonorrhea and you ejaculate onto a floor, it makes a clapping noise when it hits the ground. Oh it's, it's my like, it's fucking like the God. world's thickest loogie that comes out of your uh, urethra. 
Is it like as thick as um you know how like normal like female ejaculation is? I think it's worse. Wow, I'm impressed mm-hmm. because I feel like that can get really like mucusy. Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, like I don't know. For us, like we compare our mucus to egg whites, and for men, it's just like mu- egg whites plus loogies plus other stuff. Gross. It's nasty. But approximately seventy-five percent of all report cases of gonorrhea are found in individuals between fifteen and twenty-nine years old. I believe it. So wrap it up before you tap it. Like. It's so easy to prevent STIs. Just take care of yourself. And if you're not going to wear a condom, be on birth control. And also have been tested. I'll be honest, I've been a little bit... I have been unsafe in the past and did the pull-out method in a pinch. I am I'm not proud of it. But I at least made sure that both my partner have been tested beforehand. Not recommending it. I'm just saying... We all do dumb shit. Let's just try to take care of ourselves. I think the last time I got tested was like two years ago. Mine's been about two years, yeah, to be honest. Honestly, yeah, I should probably do that too. Hey, mm-hmm. New Year's resolutions right here. Yeah, New uh, Year's resolution. Go get your pap smear. Go get your blood drawn. Go pee in a cup. Please. Mm-hmm. Please, everybody. Oh, my God. Just, just do it all. Just take care of yourself. That's all we want. Good sex. Healthy sex. Also, ladies after you have sex so you don't oh, get a uti oh f- fuck yeah i just recently did that and I'm not very happy with myself you peed after you had sex no Good i didn't you. i didn't pee after i had sex and i got a uti ouch ouch i'm sorry yeah it is it's always good just because like because your, your urethra is you've pretty short urethra when you're a woman because men have penises theirs are longer yeah so women's are like only like a, a couple short inches and when you're having sex, all kinds of bacteria get shoved up your urethra. Just pee. Like, 